0: and classic cars and trucks street rod and custom radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby now here's your host dan boots longinette
1: this is street rod and custom radio we're back yet again every week ryan bakey and me what are you doing my brother
2: i figured you'd be in a good mood today
1: i bought a motorcycle really thunder mountain Really? I guess they were out of Colorado. I don't think they're around anymore because I Google I can't find it. But a friend of mine runs a Ford dealership. He took it in on trade. The best way to buy a motorcycle. But it's already bootieized. You know what that means? It's got a wide. All blinged eye. out, huh? Uh, well, I wouldn't say bling. It had a flat black setup. Today, I rode it over. Weather was nice. I rode it over to Auto Motions. My guys painted a 57. Now, I can't paint it purple to match my car. That's why I'm depressed because the frame's got a really nice candy frame to it. And it's got a flat black. Fenders and tanks, so we ripped those off today, and we're going to paint it a black pearl, and leave the frame that reddish color. It's just got matte finish wheels on it, and then I'm going to tape back, tape it, and put some matte flames and airbrush a little bit of. I'm going to do this, me and Kenny, one of his painters, and we're going to airbrush some red highlights to bring the frame back together. It's be bad.
2: So, why did you decide to get a bike now? Because I know you've had a lot of bikes in the past, but not for years.
1: I have had 12 Harleys altogether, and I had three custom-built ones. that I built a chop, 11-foot, 8-inch-long chopper. Love that thing. Well, unfortunately, back in 2008, my best friend got killed on a motorcycle. And when that happens, it makes you a little leery. And I just couldn't ride and say, okay, well, when you ride, and when I drive a car, you usually have someone with me, I get to chit-chat. But on a bike, you think about life, you think about, and you hope that someone's not going to run into you. Another friend of mine, she lost her life, uh, a good friend of ours, Lex McAllister. Some of you may have saw that from The Bachelor. She was my old co-host on my AutoSmart show that I do at regional over in Kentucky, West Virginia, Ohio. And she took her own life because of depression. And I got thinking about it. You know, you lose your best friend. You know, here, here, here. I'm going to sat everybody out for a second, but let will show you my my life because we talk about everybody else's life. In '05, I lost my mom. I lost my dad when I was 21 from cancer. My mom died in 05. My brother died of a massive heart attack in '07. the brother I'm closest to, and my best friend got killed on a motorcycle in 08.
2: Rough couple years.
1: Yeah, so my sensitivity went out the window. Well, a few weeks ago when Lex McAllister took her life, it kind of hit home with me. And sometimes you just get signals, you don't know why, and I got on this bike kick all of a sudden because I missed my bikes. And I walked into a Ford dealership, a friend of mine's a general sales manager there. He said, hey, Boots, he goes, see that bike over there? I said, that bike's pretty tight. I, just gotta, I like to paint it. He goes, man, make me a, just give me a buy figure on it. Cause I, i I saw Ford's. I don't sell Harley Davidson's and, and even though it's a, even though it's an aftermarket bike, it has a Harley type title. It's, it's a, it's a built fact manufactured bike. And I said, I'll give you a blank for it. He goes, done. So I wrote it home and I tell you what, it's been the best two days of just out riding. And you know, it feels good when some little kids in the back of a minivan with his whole family gives you a thumbs up cause you like a cool biker want to be. But it was, it's was. it been fun. It's been a good time. And, and then we got the International Auto Show coming to our region here soon, and we're getting the 57 all dolled up ready for that and cause it's going to be on display with our golf cart and all that. And I don't know. Things feel good right now. And, and I know every time I get on a bike, you risk your life. But every time you get into a street rod, you risk your life. I mean, <sighs> bikes are a lot dangerous because if a truck hits you, chances are you're done.
2: Well, I mean, nowadays, everything and anything can kill you, so you might yeah. as well have a bike. Yeah. I mean, I...
1: I mean, put it this way, I, say what you want, I have a tricked out golf cart, I got a tricked out Harley, and I got a tricked out 57, and every one of my new cars, I, it's not that I'm showing off. It's really weird for a non-car enthusiast or a bike enthusiast to not get what we do. It's kind of like that one buddy that has 10 bucks on the wall where he's hunted his whole life. That's his thing. My thing is cars. And I bet if you compare to what we do as car enthusiasts versus people that golf every weekend... I guarantee they spend more money in 30 years than we spend on cars. We just spend big lump sums. Now, for you guys and gals that are listening, especially you guys, if you have a 32 rod or a 69 Camaro or a Hemi Cuda or a 57 Chevy or one of all the above uh, and you golf, I bet you're hardly married (laughs) because your checkbook empties daily. So anyway, got a bike. We'll be talking about that a lot on the show and we're going to booty eyes it and it's called as bad. A-Z-B-A-D. Booty eyes. But big show today. We've got uh, Brembo brakes and we have our friends from Airlift Performance. Two great we've had them both on. Well, we have never had Brembo on. We've been chasing them for months. But uh, we'll get him on here. I guess he's got an Italian accent, but we'll have fun with that. So uh he when we talked to him on the phone earlier. He said he's gonna call in and we're gonna see how great he We'll get him through it, and we're gonna be very techno today. Technological show. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Great show today. You're tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette, and Ryan Baker in the Fishing Bowl.
0: Are you looking for a tool that can quickly change from sanding to cutting to scraping? Well, the Craftsman C3 19.2-volt multi-tool offers multiple uses with just one tool. The quick blade release feature allows you to easily exchange accessories with a simple lever rotation. Variable speed settings and two built-in LED work lights will help you finish a variety of projects on your to-do list. Pick up your Craftsman C3 multi-tool today. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears.com, Sears Hometown and Sears Hardware Stores.
1: Welcome back, to Street Rod Custom Radio. I'm with Brian Vinson. Brian, you tell me what your title is because I tried to ask you before we started taping, and it sounds like you got all kind of titles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I think the, the title on my business card says uh, uh, manager of uh, engineering manager for performance, which is one of our product lines. Uh-huh. Like I said, they call me lots of other things too that I'm not going to repeat here. But,
1: uh, well, you uh, know, but you know, I always want to ask one of you guys because because you're pretty much an engineer. I mean, you went to school for it and all that fun stuff
3: absolutely all right
1: all right you never know because i know a lot of experts that have no school <laughs> sometimes sometimes the experts are the guys that actually did it. I have to teach guys when they're school right
3: <laughs> uh, you know what i listen to both kinds there you go
1: there you uh, go you
3: can you can get your own engineering degree for sure that's
1: from my school hard knocks yes. but but okay i want to ask you this so i put air ride on my 57 because it's a pro street car and and it gave me grief. It wasn't your system. It was one of your competitors, but that was where I knew you or I would have bought yours. But Absolutely. Uh, the problem I had is I couldn't find that happy medium, and it took me every bit of, I'm going to say, a 1,000 miles, and I finally found the sweet spot. So my question to you is when you're designing these shocks, and I know you have different weight loads and stuff, but how do you know exactly when there's you know not enough air, too much air, so on and so forth, so they don't ride like my 1986 Hijackers! I used to run on my Mopar yes. back in the uh, '80s.
3: Those, those were brutal. I, I had friends with those on '67 uh, GTO, and I, I recall my teeth chattering all the time. Oh. So I know exactly what you mean. And and really, one of the one of the things to think about when you're setting this stuff up, and, and a lot of what your listeners do is custom, right? Right. Tons so, of custom. You know, that you're trying to set it up on your own and figure out where where to be, and ultimately, what you want to make sure is that at your intended ride height. You are somewhere near the middle of the stroke of the air spring. And okay. Well, if let me you have add, an air overshock style, right? Same okay, thing, right? But, but wait,
1: let me stop you there real quick because I want to also put this in your head. For us, street rod and custom guys, we want to ride comfortably but still look low but have clearance and we get to the show slam it. So right. that, that are, we only have an inch of variations. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really help us. So I so go on what you're saying, but just to, so you can picture what I deal with.
3: Yes. I mean, and hopefully you guys are thinking a little bit about travel. Right. If you don't have any suspension travel available, then I don't care what you do, it's never going to ride good. Right. You need to build in some some kind of travel, and the heavier the car is, the more you really need to properly absorb road bumps without it transmitting directly into the chassis and throwing you all over the place. Right. So, you need to, you know, an air spring is an interesting device because it will carry more load up to a point the more pressure you put in, right? There's right. a relationship between those two. And that's why I always tell people to try and set it up where the, especially if you have a double bellows bag, okay. assuming that maybe the kind you have on your car, it looks like two donuts stacked on one another. No, mine's
1: actually a coil over with one bag that looks like a upside down red solo cup painted black. How's <laughs> that for a description? Oh, okay. All right. You
3: have a tapered sleeve style. Yeah. So there's, a, there's a, there's a, there's a couple or a sleeve style. There's, there's a couple different flavors out there. Right. Okay. And when it comes to the double bellows kind, which is what a lot of people like uh, you know, you got a Lincoln or something like that, right? right. You got double control arms in the front, and you're gonna run a, a bag like that. And what happens when when the one wall of the upper donut, let's call it, touches the bottom donut, right then the rate starts to go up pretty significantly. Okay. So you wanna try and keep those from really being hard into each other if you want a softer ride. Now, if you need a rate because you're riding really low, then that's kind of the neat thing about air springs, is you can let air out of them, and and yeah, technically the rate decreases for a little bit, but as those donuts start to squish into each other, the rate starts to go up again. So it's a very progressive rate deal. On your car with the sleeve style, it's, it's similar where... That we call it the piston right on the bottom. It looks like a paper, like you said, an upside down solo cup, right? right? Okay. And the rubber's rolling over the top of that, right? Well, think right. about this: the way this works is the area of that solo cup gets bigger the further down the rubber goes,
1: right? right. Mine expands out, kind of like my waist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: a great visual. There's your
1: the double belly thing right? you're talking about, your do- double bladder.
3: <laughs> yeah, so so on the sleeve style, you know that piston gets. Goes in there, and the rate and the force goes up significantly. Okay. So again, it's trying to find a spot uh, where it works the best for you. And, and if you're trying from scratch, it's really hard to get it right the first time. Right, right. You know, and it may be good just as a as a as a way around it, as to have some adjustability in your mounting heights. Okay, right, so that you could have you know a little lower, a little higher, and you can play with it a little bit and see if a lower pressure helps you more than.
1: Than having uh, higher pressure, all right. Well, Brian, Brian, I want to take a break here, and Brian Vinson of Airlift Performance. But when we come back, I want you to walk me through um, any car from you know the beginning of cars to a new car that someone wants to slam. And I say slam because I'm an old school guy, I guess, or have Absolutely. air ha- ha- have the air lift performance technology on their car to make it better so when we get back more with brian vinson and he's going to explain us what you need to do to get your car ready to have the ride height look awesome you're tuned into street rod custom radio with your host and we'll be right
0: back after this on the track even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Welcome back to Street Run
1: Custom Radio. I'm fortunate enough to have Brian Vincent, and he's got all kinds of titles, but we'll just say who he's with. He's with the Airlift Performance, and he's my engineer, buddy. It's going to explain to us. So you say the new Mustang's a hot seller for you. If yeah. a guy or gal wants to get your system on their car, go through eight or whatever to help me, because the thing about, even for me... As much as I know about cars, as much as I think I know about cars, I should say, I, I need help when I call into a place. So when they call you, what information do you need to make your life and their life easier?
3: When we're talking about the new Mustang, and it actually we don't need any information other than you have a new Mustang. We, okay. uh, we create bolt-on kits that uh, are easy enough for anybody who has a decent set of tools. And, and we like to say if you can swap suspension components and wire a stereo – then you have all of the necessary skills to install one of our our new kits. It comes with everything you need, especially if you get the new 3H or 3P control system that we're offering. And that gives you the the manifold that has all the logic and the computer built in. It's got a tank, compressor, all the hoses, fittings, and uh, even comes with a free app that allows you to control your air suspension from your phone. Okay. Those are the... Those are pieces that come in, in one of our kits, right. and uh, essentially it's, it's as simple as unbolting your front struts, bolting in ours. There's, you don't even have to pull the, the stock ones apart. We don't use any of the pieces from the stock ones, so it's literally a plug-and-play in the front. Uh-huh. The rear, it's the same deal. You have to drop the coil springs out of it, which are separate on the back of the new Mustang from the shocks. So it's uh, we, we have a nice little bracket system that uh, puts an air spring back there, and we have our, our great 30-way adjustable monotube shocks to go in the back of that thing. Mm-hmm. And um, then you're done with the suspension part. Then it's just a matter of uh, finding a home for your uh, other components in the management side, and you're ready to rock and roll.
1: So all right, you bolt it all in. Then tell me the headache side because, you know, there always has to be one little thing. Can an average mechanic, shade tree guy do this?
3: Absolutely. We, okay. we have guys doing it. That, actually, if you go to YouTube, you'll find some very entertaining videos of people doing an install over the weekend with a couple buddies and a video camera and probably too much beer <laughs> uh, or other things. Right. But, uh, I mean, it, it, it literally with our instruction manuals and, and the pieces that are so well engineered to fit, it is simple. Now, you want to look for a headache. I mean, your car doesn't come equipped with an air tank,
1: right? That's right. It's do you mount it. So
3: you need to have a place to put it, right? You need to decide where you want to put it and mount it. The nice thing is, though, on some of these cars, there are so many passageways for wires and things that it's very simple. And, and our right. wiring system is, is like when you take it out of the box boots, it looks like an OE wiring harness awesome. right? with OE connectors. And all you have to find is power ground yeah. to the battery, and an ignition source that comes on with the key.
1: That's awesome. That's
3: all the wiring.
1: That's the way it ought so, to be.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just, if everything was that simple. I mean, again, right. you know, you have to take your time, right, and you want to put it in the right place, and you want it to look good. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have air leaks, so you've got to cut the, the plastic air lines the right way. And there's, right. You know, there's some tricks to that. But, again, it's not rocket science, and, and we've had thousands of customers all over the world, I'll say, mm-hmm. uh, install these kits on their own. So it's not something that, uh, that needs to be difficult.
1: Here's the thing. If anybody can can change a wheel and tire, they should be able to put your system on. How's that for okay. example? Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully <laughs> let's
3: say they have they they change a wheel and tire and own a torque wrench which puts you in the, you know, the thinking mechanic.
1: Right, right. right. <laughs> and I assume reading the directions is huge. Yeah, I mean I mean so many people don't. They start bolting things. How many times have we all bolted something all together and there was that one piece we read the directions. Now we got to take it all back off again because you can't get any line up because <laughs>
3: yep. Oh my goodness. I was goodness. talking about that. We, you know, we write instruction manuals here. That's part of my job, actually. And we were discussing that it's kind of like, and and you've probably done it. I know I've done it. You get a piece of IKEA furniture or something, right? And you say, "I'm just going to follow the picture," and then you get halfway through and realize slide something in that doesn't you can't uh, get through anymore and back apart again. No, so Same thing. I mean,
1: exactly. You take the same. time
3: and read the directions. But honestly, we get a lot of compliments from our, our customers. Uh, that's say you guys have some great directions compared to so many things I've bought in the world of the aftermarket. So right. hopefully we do a good job with
1: that. So explain the aftermarket kit, the air ride kit that you have from for Airlift Performance that I can bolt on to, what's your next one, 69 Camaro? On older cars, what do you have?
3: Ready to roll. It, Older, older cars, we un, unfortunately, we don't cover it as much as we should from a uh-huh. bolt-on side. Okay. But we we do supply all of the components, and especially guys who are building rods sometime, okay. right? Right. You, you want to go air, you need air springs. Well, guess what? We've got, got a whole em. selection of air springs, right? Okay. But the, the key component for those guys is to have a great air management system, right? Something mm. that's reliable, that gets them to the ride height they need, that's no fuss. If you get in, turn the key, it pops up to drive height. Right has cool features. We have all of this in the new 3H and 3P family that we've created. In fact, like I mentioned before, it comes with an app, too. So imagine that you, know, you want to flush. you don't, you, know, you got an old car, you get got a rat rod or something, you want to run air, but you don't want to see any of this modern componentry. You can hide all of that, and when you jump in the car with your cell phone, it automatically connects via Bluetooth to the manifold, and you control it via your phone. So then you don't even see any of that stuff trick from that standpoint. Right,
1: right. Okay, so give me the breakdown here. Give me a phone number, website, and all the good information so people listening can get a hold of you guys.
3: Well, there's a website. The best website to visit is uh, airliftperformance.com, and uh, that's all spelled out. And uh, we have a sister site for the Airlift Company, which is the one that everybody remembers from all our load support stuff, and that's airliftcompany.com. You can get to either one, but for the guys that are on the other end of your Radio broadcast at airliftperformance.com. Okay. And the uh, phone number here, I funny you asked me that because I never call it. I right, site. It. It, it's uh, 1-800-248-0892. 892
1: eight, right? You got it. All right, brother. Well, hey, we appreciate your time. Brian Vinson, and uh, it's a part of the world that scares me, but I'm glad I have uh, Air Ride on my car, right? Because <laughs> we oh, all need it.
3: We're glad to support you, and uh, you know if anybody needs anything
1: like that, we're here. We got great customer service. Any okay. questions that I may have raised with this discussion? Okay. Feel free to give it to me. Uh, all right, brother. We have a wonderful summer because it's almost here. So uh, it is. All right. Forward to it. Talk to you soon. You're tuned in to Street Rod Custom Radio. With your host Dan Boots
2: There may have never been a Roaring Twenties if not for John and Horace Dodge. And that roar has only gotten louder over time, thanks to the Dodge Challenger and Charger RT Scat Pack editions. 6.4-liter Hemi V8, 485 horsepower, and 475 pound-feet of torque. That's some thunder. And if you listen closely, you can almost hear the Dodge brothers. It sounds like they're still having a pretty good time. Dodge. Their spirit lives on. Dodge and Hemi are
4: registered trademarks of FCA US LLC.
1: Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm your host Dan Boots. And in a interview, Ryan, that we've been dying to get because y'all know I'm a big fan of this company. We got Brembo brakes on the line, and we got Luca Brusa Malino, racing manager for Brembo. How you doing, Luca?
4: I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah,
1: I, I got your name right. I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> yes, right, you well. like, All right, but but so I got to say something. Let's talk about Brembo for a second because. I I bought I've got a I like Mercedes as my newer cars and I have an AMG 55 and I looked down the other day and I lit up like a Christmas tree and my gearhead buddy go what's your promise? It's got Brembos on it. That even tells me more than the baddest ever because I know you're on NASCAR, I know you're an Indy car, and I know any high-end street rod or any custom car everyone wants Brembo. Why why is Brembo such a great
4: break? You know, uh Brembo is one of the Few company that is uh, supplying part that are uh, increasing the value of the final product, and I think it's because uh, uh, the relationship with our customer is not a standard relationship customer supplier, but we are in partnership with them and we work very well together, uh, designing and producing uh, the best product in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is uh, Brembo is one of the probably if, if not the only one, one of the Few company in the world, breakwise that uh, provide a vertical service. So we produce everything from uh, scratch, mm-hmm. uh, starting from a white page uh, till uh, the end, where we spend a lot of time and effort in testing with uh, with the car manufacturer in order to be sure that uh, our product has mainly four different uh, characteristics that uh, I would say. Uh, characterize the, the the company that are safety, quality, performance, and uh, recently as well uh, a green product.
1: I know your brake braking is amazing, but the look of your calipers are even cool. I mean, yes. <laughs> they even that that's a statement alone. To be successful, you must look successful, and you've got them both cornered.
4: Yes, uh, as I said before, we said I said quality, safety, and performance, but the style as well is a big part of it. You know, car nowadays are, our car manufacturers are always looking for uh, a nicer looking car. And uh, because the, the brakes are visible from uh, anybody, it's important to have as well a, let's say, sexy product on the car. Oh, yeah. That look nice.
1: I tell you what, I mean, when you see them on the higher end cars, I mean, there's something to be said for that because Porsche, Mercedes Benz, and some of the other major companies I've seen your product on. They don't do just use anybody. They're going to do the best of the best, and that tells me right there you're the best of the
4: best. Yes, you know the company now is uh, fifty years old, and uh, you know again has grown uh, a lot as well. Uh, working with uh, our partners, so all the brake manuf- all the car manufacturer uh, grow a lot in the last uh, let's say fifty years, okay. and we have been able to stay with them.
1: Okay, so let me ask you a question: How did you luck out in becoming the racing manager? What a great job! I'm so jealous of that I don't you know if I I don't know if I feel comfortable talking to you because you get the better job than I do.
4: Uh, maybe, 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 uh, maybe. We, we should try and uh, and uh, exchange positions for a couple of weeks and then discuss again. But okay, all it's, right. Uh, it's fun. My job is fun. Uh, I have the opportunity to speak with a lot of very interesting people, knowing a lot of things. Uh, racing is. Uh, a nice world where to be for sure. Oh yeah! Um, uh, I started uh, 15 years ago uh, in Italy, and uh, through a lot of different exercises and opportunities, uh, I then moved here in uh, in the States. And uh, I have to say that it has been a very nice um, and grateful uh, experience because uh, it's a different world. There are a lot there are a lot of good people here, a lot of good cars. You are here. Really, there are a lot of car enthusiasts, so it's very nice to work here with a good product.
2: So, so
1: when you go to the racetracks and you talk to the teams and the drivers, and have they ever walked over to you and said, "Hey, I've been saving this caliper for you to look at." What do you do with that caliper? Do you take it right back to your engineer team and have them dissect it? And if if there was a problem, I mean, but do you, do you even deal with that anymore?
4: Yeah, but you know the. Again, because we are so close to the customer, uh-huh. uh, generally uh, during the race weekend, if there is any kind of problem, the first thing to do is uh, uh, try to understand, uh, uh, to collect as much information as possible there. So working with engineers, verifying data, see if from the data you see something strange. Generally, uh, for sure, it's not a, a simple failure of the parts. You know in fifteen years, I never seen a caliper failing a okay. caliper failing, but our uh, adjustment that we need to to do at the si- to the system right. so the first thing is looking at that and then if uh, we find something wrong in the parts or something that cannot be adjusted or uh, uh, understood at the racetrack, yes, we bring back the parts and uh, our group our big group of engineers uh, work on it to to see what happened so
1: so when a brake releases i'm gonna get a little technical here when, when mm-hmm. i'm coming into the apex and i'm standing I'm, I'm coming in too hot and i'm standing on the brakes as hard as i can what what when i let off the, to, to come out of the apex and i stab the gas and i'm going to get busy what makes the brake other than me letting off the pedal with that much heat what makes the brake release where it doesn't burn up my my rotor
4: you know is a is a complex system, but uh, uh, mainly is the design of the caliper itself and what is uh, let's say in the caliper so the pistons, the seals and the springs that are behind the pistons. Okay uh, that work as a system as well. important, very important is uh, uh, the pad that okay. you're using. okay. And the rotor itself, you know a low quality rotor tend to distort a lot right while a, a good quality rotor is uh, very stiff and firm. And uh, so that helps uh, in making the release uh, quicker. Okay. Um, the rotor uh, is very important for dissipating the heat, and uh, that can be maybe the major problem uh, okay. at a certain level of racing, right. as well with the wakeups. Right.
1: Luca Brusa Molino. He's the racing manager for Brembo Brakes. We're going to take a break. When we get back, i got a few more technical questions. i to run by you. So you're tuning in to Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots LaunchNet. We'll be right back after this.
0: Haynes, the worldwide leader in vehicle repair information for over 50 years, is now available in electronic format with Haynes Manuals Online. You get all the trusted content of the Haynes printed manuals, but with added features including over 750 color photographs, color wiring diagrams, and videos to help you do the job right. They're formatted for all electronic devices, and over 180 car, truck, and motorcycle titles are now available. The new Haynes Manuals Online are now available at Haynes.com.
1: Welcome back to Street Broadcast customer. I still got Luca Brusa Molino. He is the racing manager for Brembo Brakes. What made you get into this environment, you might say?
4: No, I tried to race with motorcycle, but uh, I failed uh, miserably. <laughs> that mean and you
1: crashed or you just didn't, wasn't very good?
4: No, no, I just uh, I was not good enough.
1: <laughs> you weren't good enough. Okay, that happens to the best of us. So, so you went to college to be an engineer? or I mean, how did you... Get the great job you got.
4: I have a degree in in engineering. Okay. And uh, uh, one day I went to Brembo to have an interview. Okay. The day before I had uh, a motorcycle crash. So I went there with uh, sticks and everything else. Oh, nice. And uh, because that they offered me a job uh, in the racing department on the motorcycle side. Right. And uh, I just jumped on it because it was my passion and from there uh, i started my career with uh, with Brembo and um, Brembo gave me the opportunity to continue uh-huh. and grow mm-hmm. and uh, here i am
1: so so what 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 would you like to see in in the braking world it when, you know we all sit back like some of us don't want texting and driving some of us want uh big, bigger tires if you hit a chuck hole it doesn't brand your wheel <laughs> In your world, what's the only thing in the braking world that you would like to see get improved upon?
4: In my opinion, the future would be uh, the brake by wire or, you know, a good example now is uh, the Google car, for instance. You know, everything is becoming automatic, electronic, and uh, green and they think uh, that this will be the future, and mm. not just on the OE side, but right. as well in racing. You know, electric engine, you have already now a series that is uh, that has an electric engine. Everything will, uh, will go in that direction. All right. Um, and everything will be as well light, light, and light. Light will be... Uh, the world of the future I guess. right
1: so so what's new on the horizon? I mean what's the difference between racing brakes and everyday drivers is there any way that technology will come over to everyday drivers because we need some of these manufacturers right now should be running Brembo because there's some big names that I know of and still can't build a braking system worth a
4: dang you know there are there are a lot of brake manufacturers that are capable but uh, i don't know I would say that probably Brembo is uh, just the best because um you know the spectrum of product that we offer goes from uh, aftermarket rotors to formula 1 uh, brake system and uh you know each single market has different needs and we are it seems like we are capable to fill that that uh, request um so Formula One, for instance, is complicated. It's very demanding. You need to be fast. You need to be. The performance is obviously the the the, the biggest point, the biggest thing they are asking for, and um, we are simply there. Right. And again, the key is working with the customers and not do it by yourself.
1: You know, when you when you think about braking systems on any any drivable street car besides race cars, is it because of How do I ask this question? I mean, it seems like the rotor composites aren't as good as they once were. Is that what's going on? Or is it the brake pads on on the regular mean? Not Brembo. You guys are the best, the best. But with your expert opinion, why are so many of these brakes not working like they did 20 years ago?
4: Uh, A big uh, difference compared 20 years ago is that now you need to be, I say, green. So... uh, in the past 20 years, uh, who wanted to stay in the market or on the top of the market had to spend a lot of effort in uh, finding new materials and uh, uh, avoid materials like copper or uh, I know, I, I know, asbestos. Another example now, but yes, asbestos now, and uh, avoid, uh, avoid to use this material. And to do that, uh, again, the amount of hours and money spent in the has been huge. And mm-hmm. who has not followed this direction twenty years ago mm-hmm. is now out of the market.
1: Yeah. I mean I, I still get in cars occasionally with friends of mine, hey we drive my car and get I go, Whoa, your rotors are warped. Well why yeah. would they do that? It's only got thirty thousand miles on it. So I'm always nice by saying, Well, you're riding your brakes too much. <laughs> I don't know what else to yeah, say. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and say your Hyundai is just a piece of. You know what? I got to be professional,
2: but yeah, but yeah. you know. Or and
4: a good examples. I don't know when when on the on the racing side uh, we check uh, the parts and uh, you know the car arrive and we jump on the car to see if the parts are working properly. Uh-huh. You know, you can breathe in the in the corner of the car. You can breathe. I mean, it's not nice, but it's not. Is, is anyway healthier or healthier than what it was twenty right. years ago? So right. again, the material has changed a lot.
1: So when you're watching a NASCAR race and it's a night race and you see the rotors glowing, what goes through your head?
4: Uh, in some <laughs> cases, I'm a bit concerned, let say, and uh, I wait till the end of the of the race. Uh, sometimes praying. Now, is uh, NASCAR stuff. Is probably from that point of view the toughest right. market in the world
1: understand. Well, well, Luca Brusa Molino, the racing manager for Brembo brakes. do you have your phone number and your website where people can go get more information?
4: Uh, I would say to check on uh, Brembo.com, mm-hmm. and they will find all the information and all the content they need uh, on, uh, on that website. All on right. Our web-
1: and I, I tell you what I'm going to do. Ne- next time I'm watching any race, where do I look on when I'm watching it on TV? How do I find you walking around the pits? Where are you at during the race?
4: Uh, I am in the pit lane. You, could, you, okay. you have to look for a white shirt with right. a big brand name.
1: All right, my brother. Well, we'll see you at SEMA next year. We usually go every year, and I'll make sure I look you up and can't wait to meet you in person. All right, sir. You have a wonderful day. You've been tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longenet. We'll be right back after this.
0: Hi, Shell experts here with a suggestion for anyone with a vehicle that can benefit from using premium fuel. Yeah, make nitrogen enriched Shell V-Power premium gasoline standard equipment on your vehicle. It's our most advanced fuel ever, providing maximum protection for optimum performance. It cleans up gunk faster than our regular grades because it has five times the cleaning agents required by government standards. Then it acts as a barrier that shields and protects intake valves and fuel injectors against gunk. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't make high-performance optional on your vehicle, so demand more from your fuel. Get the most out of every drop with Shell V-Power.
1: Welcome back to street ride custom radio. How was that, Ryan? It was a good show. It was. Good time. Mean, technical stuff, but you know, we need that. You know, our buddy from Airlift Performance, it scares me to talk about air ride and stuff. You know, and he, it's funny, he said it's like Kleenex. I hate to keep saying air ride. Air, air, lift performance, different company, but a great company. And he, he's got a lot of bolt on stuff that pretty much anyone can do. So, great, great interview. And then, you know, we always, we always, we always, always been dying to get Brembo on the show. We finally nailed it. He did a really good job. He, he said he was upset at how his English sounds, but I think he sounded great.
2: No, I thought he was great. could understand him fine. And uh, you threw a lot of different questions at him yeah. all around, even maybe some stuff that isn't under his right. job title. And right. I mean, he knew all of it, too. Oh, I mean, he was very well, knowledgeable.
1: He's head of the racing division. Come on. He knows everything because he's the first one to get yelled at. Believe me. And the brakes don't work, it's always that guy. He's yeah. the guy that they're going to wear out. So, I don't know. Amazing interview. Thank you for setting them up. But, uh, Brembo, I mean, if you think about their braking system, there's a reason they're the best. So, it is what it is, man.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, they're everywhere. Like you said, an uh, uh, in IndyCar, NASCAR, yeah. you know, Formula One racing, all that. And then the nicest show cars in the world, they all have Brembo.
1: Yeah. And, and it's like I said during the interview, if. If Mercedes and Porsche, and I think Porsche, but any any major company that screams "We're the best" are using them. There's something to be said for that. But when I look at the calipers coming through, when you look through the wheel and see the Brembo caliper, even that is successful. I mean, it's like whoa.
2: You and you notice it. You do notice oh,
1: it. Oh, I I I have a new uh, Mercedes, a CLS 55 AMG. Guess what? It's got Brembos on it,
2: and it made you excited. Oh, didn't I it? was
1: so pumped. And guess what? You can stop on a, a half a dime. Now, whatever stopping on a dime means, I never could figure that. Out, who puts a dime out in the street and slams on the brake? But I well, can't. Well, a dime see
2: it. is smaller than a penny, so that is better. But I
1: can't see a dime, <laughs> especially when I'm going seventy miles an hour.
2: No, but they are a great product. And, you know, like you said, we've been trying to get Brembo on the show for quite some time, and it was good to finally have them.
1: Yeah. And, like I said at the opening show, I got a Harley. Wish me the best luck. (laughs) Best of luck because then we're painting it. My buddy Ron and Tank are painting. I can't wait to see it.
2: Now, how much are you going to be on this bike?
1: Every chance I get. Because the only time I don't have to be on the phone, it's the only time I can't answer emails, the only time I can't text, the only time no one can talk to me. Now, as much as I love people, but I need boots time every once in a half hour, an hour. That's all I need because my am too fat. And my butt goes numb. <laughs> I tell you one thing you learn from riding a motorcycle: you buy seamless boxers. <laughs> Because if you have a seam, you know, on your tidy whities where it all comes together and they sew that little knob back there on your buttocks. I'm
2: not sure uh, I'm our just, listeners want to well, hear
1: about Well, they, they ride bikes. They know how big that piece becomes. It starts out as a little piece of cotton, but by, after an hour and a half of riding a motorcycle, it feels like someone's got a ball bearing or a bowling ball on the on your behind. So
2: you have to get the nice underwear if you're going to be a motorcycle <laughs> Yeah, get some rider.
1: Tommies or something without without seams, <laughs> I'm telling you. And the, and the funny thing is about our show is most people all my successful older friends, and I say older 40-plusers, if you pull up to their house and they got a badass car, they have a badass motorcycle sitting out. And usually they got a very attractive better half. I mean, sorry, you can hate it all you want, but in my perfect world is my bikes, my cars, and my better half.
2: So I guess I'm your attractive better half then. Here. No, no. No. Oh. It's not what in, you were in, saying. My, in my
1: single life, I've been very fortunate. They, they don't mind the fat, bald old guy. <laughs> but, uh, no. So
2: when's the bike going to be done, ready to go?
1: Well, I took it to Automotion, and I, I'm a silent partner in that. I'm an investor, so I got a little pull. So I'm going to say May 1st, it'll be out and about.
2: So, you know, perfect for summer season, perfect for cruising yeah, season. Just, just it'll buzzing be buzzing
1: around, and, you know, a little, little – uh, I don't drink and ride by no means. But uh, I will go out and maybe have a beverage and go to the next place a few hours later, have a beverage. But I, I never, ever, number one, you should never drink and drive or never ride. But, but, you know, you got to be human sometimes. And it's fun to go out to some bike events and see because usually our crowds intertwine. Bikers and street rod and custom guys all go together. So maybe we need to rename the show to Street Rod and Custom and. Slash Harley's.
2: Yeah, well, well, you know, I think bikes are bikes street are rods and customs. So, yeah. And like I said, it's kind of surprising yeah. we've never, we need to get someone on and talk about yeah. that in a future show.
1: Yeah, well, I know next week so far we have our friend Mike, Mike Copeland. Always great. Oh, Can We talked to Mikey from Lingenfelder, and um, we'll get another special guest for you, the listeners, and hopefully you still enjoy the show. And we always love your feedback, so hit our Facebook page and uh, love us or hate us, but uh, we don't know where we stand unless you tell us, right?
2: Yeah, and we've actually just recently had a couple new uh, submissions for ideas on the show Good. that we're looking into. Yeah, so people are that. listening, people are paying attention.
1: Anything you guys want, guys and girls want to cover, we're all about anything with tires. If you want to talk about cool hot rods or even golf carts, I don't care. We'll cover it, right? And
2: you do have a cool golf cart.
1: We do have a cool golf cart, but that's what we do here. Anyway, we'll be back next week, same time, same channels, and all that fun stuff. Thanks, Ryan Baker and a Fishy Bowl, and I'm your host, Dan Boots Longinette, street rod and custom radio we'll see you next week
0: where does the love for a car come from if the car is a subaru legacy the answer would be the symmetrical all-wheel drive power goes to all four wheels all the time for optimum grip the Subaru Boxer engine's lower center of gravity makes the Subaru Legacy more responsive around corners and gets better fuel economy than front-wheel drive competitors. What you have then is a mid midsize sedan with grip, handling, and enviable fuel economy. It's no wonder it turns people into people who love cars. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.